Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of A Mr. DJ. I'd like to apologize for slacking off the last couple weeks. I went back to work, so um, I don't have as much free time on my hands, but I promise to be more prepared in the next couple weeks with my new episodes. Um, today we have a very um, interesting, different type of guest. Uh, he's not a DJ, but is very musically talented. Um, it's my friend Andy Pedroza, who recently released a single and also a new EP. Um, his single is called Never Change, and his uh, EP is self-titled. Um, I had such a fun time interviewing him and learning, you know, more than I already know about him, how his passion began and all the bands that he's been in. So please enjoy my interview with Andy. Hello, Andy. Hey, what's up? Hey, welcome to a Mr. DJ. How's it going? It's going good. It's going good. Good. Nice day today. Is really nice. It has been really nice, but kind of hot. Um, a little too hot for my taste, to be honest. Me too. Today's yeah. a little cooler, so or at least right now it is feels good. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm super glad to have you on. Um, so for those of you who don't know Andy, he is not a DJ, but as I mentioned in my trailer, I want to interview all of my musically talented friends, and he's definitely one of them. So. Um, Let's just get into it. Um, <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. Yeah, yeah, of course. So you've been in a few bands and are currently working on a solo project and actually just released a new single, Never Change, correct? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Was that something that you were working on before quarantine or is that kind of a product of quarantine? Uh, it started way before. So okay. I probably finished writing it, um, I would say probably like January of last year, maybe February of last year. Okay. And then I recorded a couple versions of it, and it just took this long to get the final version done. Oh, but okay. I definitely finished it up during quarantine. So do you feel that the current situation gave you more time to be creative and that is why you're able to finish or I guess complete your song? Uh so the first version I did is mm -hmm. I just I just took an iPhone voice memo of um the beat at the beginning of Stevie Wonder's Superstition. Okay. So I just took a voice memo and I looped it and I wrote I wrote everything to that. And okay. uh and it, it sounded really cool but the drums didn't sound very good because of how I recorded it. Okay, I see. And, and, and um, you know, the way that, not to get too into it, but the recording program is, mm -hmm. set, is set to a, an exact tempo nowadays. And that's how almost everyone records. That one, I didn't do it that way because it was a, it's Stevie Wonder. He didn't play to a click. It's just natural. Right. So, so it wasn't to a click. So I couldn't really replace the drums in any way so I had to re-record the whole thing okay and like to make it cohesive I guess yeah so that I could get it, everything on time and right. um and do an, a new drum take but I couldn't do it to the other one because there's no there's no click to give the drummer and it was just going to be really hard okay 
Um, and but you did finish writing it. You said last year of January, correct? Yeah, I finished like the 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 song itself, but just from there, it was trying to get the second version as good as the first version. <laughs> Got it. And is, what, do you mean like the lyrics? The lyrics portion? No, the lyrics or were just, done. The melodies, the, okay. the melodies, the lyrics, the structure, of the song was done. From okay. there, it was um, like the instrumentation. Got it. And okay. and uh, and the vocal performance, the stuff like okay. that. Okay. Got it. Okay. And so, I mean, personally, I feel like writing is something that um, is. I mean, it's pretty difficult to write. Is that something that comes naturally to you? Uh, like, was it was the songwriting like the portion of that? Was that pretty easy? Yeah. Yeah. It. It all. It always depends on my mood. Like in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you asking about this song specifically or just in yes. general? Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, this specifically and then in general. I mean, it just seems like you kind of had it together from last year and it was more like, you know, uh, like putting it together, like bringing it together. But you had the lyrics, which I feel like for me, I feel like lyrics would probably, probably be hard to it, write. It's the hardest part for sure. Okay. For me. <laughs> but uh, this was one of those songs where it's like the ones you – you're you're always hoping are gonna come where it's you know you sit down and then ten minutes later you wrote a song and you hear it and you're like whoa where did that come from right that's right. how that's how this was it was just like I don't know where that came from but uh, I'll take it yes cool I like it so I have noticed um, from your Instagram stories that you have had some help from our friends in I guess. Um, finishing up your song was that something that they've been working on with you since day one um, or is that something that they kind of just joined in you know during this time I did the whole first version by myself just because uh, I was so excited about it at first that I just did it all in one week basically right and then after that I you know I'm like hey guys check this out I think it's pretty cool and then um, and then their feedback comes in and oh I could let me add this to it. Or, you know, when I did the second version, I was like, all right, I got to get Orozco on this because he's going to be able to play the drums perfect. And uh, I'm going to be able to make everything else really tight on top of his good drumming, you know? Right. Yeah, for sure. And I think like that's, again, something that I keep seeing in uh, my friend group that everyone kind of like all our friends are so supportive Mm -hmm. of each other and I think that like I don't know I feel like a group effort always kind of you know gives you a better better result mm-hmm. and I can kind of relate this to my whole thing because I remember I mean you remember when I first started like I was so excited that I wanted to come up with everything my logo and just like everything right that that it got so um I did like kind of hit a wall you know and then I was like you know what I'm going to just like get help from my friends uh-huh. and do like have them do what they do best, you know, exactly. so that I don't have to stress about it because yes, it would be super awesome if it was something that I created on my own, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that it's not mine, you know, it's exactly. just like a collaborative kind of result, I guess. So I love that we are also supportive and it really warms my heart that they come in there and like help you out um, and, you know, put in their um, expertise, I guess. Um, so, um, yeah, you, you definitely hit a wall 
And you, yeah. usually when you hit a wall, it's like, oh, man, this thing is so hard for me because I've never done it, but I think I can do it. I, you believe in yourself, so you want to yeah. do it. But then you realize, oh, wait, it's not hard for this other person. They're exactly. actually really good at it, and they're going to do way better than you. Nail it. For, you know, with a uh, normal amount of effort. Right. Right. For sure. Yeah, it's cool. So um, what inspired you to work on a new song? I mean, I know that you it's been kind of a journey, but what was the inspiration? Where did that come from? I'm just always writing stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I always have a bunch of songs that are at various levels of completion. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we should probably look forward to the next one soon then, huh? Yeah. I, um, <laughs> actually, so I don't know when you're going to put this out, but it's Saturday okay. right now, the 9th, right? Yes. So uh, yesterday the single came out. Two weeks later, I think it's the 22nd, I have a five-song EP coming up. Oh, nice. That's so mm -hmm. awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. Cool. Um, okay, so let's take this back uh, a bit. Um, and let's just kind of go to, back to, you know, you growing up. Where did okay. you grow up? Uh, Southern California, Orange County. Okay, and um, would you say that you've always been musically inclined? Yeah, that started pretty early, for yeah. sure. Even before I could actually play it, I was pretending to play. Yeah. Who would you say uh, influenced that? My, my tíos. Okay. Did they, they play, they play instruments? Or... Yeah, they play, uh, you know, with conviction. Like, they bring their guitars to every family party. And, yeah. and uh, you know, halfway through the night, they're going to do a 45-minute set of trio songs, you know? Yes. That is actually my favorite. I love trios. Like, my dad is so big on that. My sister and I have been wanting to, like, hire a trio so that for, like, one of his birthdays. And I think he would, like, super-duper enjoy that. And I it's, enjoy it myself. Oh, man. It sets such a good uh, mood. It is. I know. I love it. Um, And... So what age did you start playing an instrument since you were like, you know, sort of pretending before? When did you first start playing. and what did you pick up? Um, how old are you in fourth grade? Oh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> but fourth grade. Okay. Fourth grade, yeah. So okay, fourth grade was... I started. Uh, I bought this like tiny little bass off of my cousin David. Shout out to David. Uh, <laughs> and that was my first bass. So I started playing bass first. Oh, that's so crazy. That's so young because I thought you were going to say, you know, like you started playing an instrument. Like, you know how fourth grade and fifth grade we have like music yeah. and you like can pick up. So I thought you were going to say that. But that's so much cooler. No, like, it's not in, was, not in school. What was like, what was that drove you to the base? Was that also your uncles? No, I think that was my brother. Okay. I, I wanted to play drums. I always wanted to be a drummer, but then he was a good, he had already played guitar. So that's probably why I wanted to play bass. Cause he's like, well, then we could play songs together in our room. Right. You know? And we okay. could like actually hear what his song sounds like. You know, that's, yeah. that's the best feeling when you're a little kid is where it's like, you're not playing to the record. It's just you and someone else, but you yeah. play, you play through a song and you're like, Oh man, that sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, Actually, you're how old? Um, how much older is your brother than you? About three years. Okay, and so um, he was also in a band, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, 
would you say so would you say that he kind of influenced that um I don't know drive to be in a band 100 percent yeah 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 I think I think uh as a little little kid you always follow your older siblings around yeah and then (laughs) by the time it got to the music part uh it's like that's a blurry line did I get into it independently or because of him probably both probably both of them Right, right, because it also has to, like, come within, too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he he played before I did. I was listening to his records and shit. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, were you guys ever in a band together? Um, at the beginning, it was always with him. Our first, okay. our first band was called The Few. Were you around for any of that, t- that time? No, no. I think I was in college when, like, all of you guys were kind of growing up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I didn't, yeah. So I was kind of gone for like those, you know, four years. Those little, um, yeah, we were all a little squinkless anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and so that was the first band that you joined was, the, uh, you said The Few? The Few, yeah. Okay. And how old were you when you joined that band or what grade were you in? Our first show was the last day of sixth grade for me. My goodness, that is so young. Like, I can't imagine being in sixth grade and like just going up on stage what was that performance like like what was it like what was the feeling like it was badass I mean yeah yeah it's a great you know imagine being that little and yes, uh, so that's what I mean. so to put it into context it's last day of sixth grade for me last day of ninth grade for everyone else in the band oh wow and it's <laughs> so obviously like a little baby like almost ninth grade six, that's, that's... sixth grader uh, playing at a high school party, you know, I was like, hell yeah, this is sick. That's awesome. I love it. I feel like young kids have no fear to do anything, really. I feel like they have more confidence, mm-hmm. and I feel like you're just at the cusp of getting to that weird phase in your life when you don't have that confidence, like junior high. <laughs> well, it's called uh, it's called ignorance. ignorance is bliss yeah exactly (laughs) that's so awesome though and and you the band with your brother yeah yeah so he was on lead guitar we had david barrera on drums and it was julian chavez julian j now uh you should have him on here too i am i'm gonna do it I'm so excited. Uh, and he, he was doing rhythm guitar and lead vocals. Okay. Um, and from that first performance, uh, how would you say that you've grown emotionally and musically? Well, musically, that's easy. I've gotten better, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, also, like, musically in the sense, like, um, is the genre any different like, or is, do you feel like you sat, like your sound is still the same? Oh, well, the first show ever, we just played covers. Uh, okay. But then by the second show, I think we already had originals. Um, mm-hmm. But regardless of that, the, the sound, the style is completely different. Completely yeah. different. Like back then we were probably trying to be at the drive-in. Okay. And okay. then uh, now... I don't know. I'm not trying to be anything particularly. You're trying to be yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. I kind of just have the things that I that I like and 
and the the ways that I want to change that. You know what I mean? Like you have goals of like it needs to be more more this or less this. Right. But not not right. like specifically. Sometimes specifically, like like I told you, this newest track, I ripped the ba- the beat off of Stevie Wonder. So there you go. Right. Yeah. So it's like you still have some sort of influence, but you're making it your own. Yeah, basically. I'm not trying to like go for the style of another artist like what like back then i think it was pretty um what's the word we just didn't care we were going for it right yeah well i mean you guys were just like trying to have fun and then also learn because i feel like you know imitation is also kind of a good way of learning and then creating your own style after that totally i i it's funny because you know when you're a little kid two years feels like a really long time Oh, yeah, for sure. So that first band felt like the longest band I've ever been in, but it's not. It's okay. it's it's like a shorter band than a lot of bands I've, I've had. But it felt longer because we we did a lot of covers at the beginning, and then we did uh, originals, and then we did like battle of bands types of stuff, and then the band ended. But it was like a lot of growth in a little bit amount of time. Right, right. And... Actually, you know, um, how many bands have you been in? Since mm, that's a that's a hard question to answer because it's like several iterations of bands with a lot of the same dudes, uh-huh. different names, different like style, but the same guys. So, right. I've only okay. been in like it's probably like five or six. Okay. But, yeah, five or six things probably. And were you, because you said that you guys had your originals, so were you writing at, like, when did you first start writing, I guess? The first thing that I wrote that made it onto a song, like, that we played as a band was, yeah, that first band, uh, uh, The Few. The Few? Yeah, but we changed names. um, So you were in sixth grade when you were writing music? This might have been in junior high by the time a, a track made it. You know, like that is still so impressive. That's so amazing. Seventh or eighth grade, yeah. I just always, I think since then, I caught the bug. It was like, right. like, oh yeah, I wrote this part. We're doing it as a band. That's kind of cool, right? Yeah, for sure. That is so amazing. That's so cool. Um, and so I met you when you were part of Flying Hand, actually. So I didn't get mm-hmm. to know your other bands, and. I wasn't always at your shows, but I did, you know, make it out a few times. It was always like work and, you know, that. But um, you guys, it's just like good seeing you guys, uh, like be in your element. Right. Um, how would you, like, I guess, how long were you in that band? And if I may ask, what's the reason why you decided to kind of like part ways or go solo? That band was like four or five years, I guess. Okay. That's like apart from the first band, the band where I feel like we grew a lot, me and my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was a good time. It just uh, it was just natural that to that all of us needed to do our own thing. I guess. Yeah. It was just yeah. it was just time for that to end so that we could stop arguing about this, what we wanted to make about music and just really do whatever we want right like make your own make our own and yeah the the funny thing about that is that we started doing our own thing 
but we were in each other's bands. I know. I was just going to say that. But, you know, I think I love that because, like I said, I still see you guys working together. And, you know, whenever I like if Temo plays, like I see you guys all still playing and being supportive. And I think that you guys all kind of want your own um, you have you got you have your own vision. Mm-hmm. but you guys are still very supportive of each other's vision. I just think like maybe as a band, it was hard for you guys to kind of uh, like show that because everyone kind of wanted to do their own thing, you know? Yeah. It gets, it gets tricky to like, even thinking about it now, I'm like, if we all just accumulated it and it was one band, we just mixed and matched all of our individual songs together and call that a band. Right. I don't know if it would work because the styles are a little different. Right, right. But I wouldn't be opposed to that either. Like, Yeah. But the thing is, when you separate it like this, you can get a lot more songs done for some reason. Yeah. Because, and it's the the fact that less people care about it with all their heart. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I, it, again, it's because it's like I said, it's your vision and they're just being supportive of your vision. And then they know that whenever they're going to try to do something, you're going to be supportive. Yep. Um, yeah. Cool. And um, how, how long, how long was your band um, going? Was It was a, a few, like maybe four years, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a long time. Yeah. Four or five years. Okay, cool. And were you writing in that band as well? Yeah. Originally it was uh demo and chris they were a two-piece okay and they were doing like loops with pedals and it was a little more like progressive rock and then uh so i had seen them play a couple times and then they're like hey there's this one song that we have that needs bass and keys if you're down to play it at the next show you know and then i would play one song with them whenever i wanted to or whenever i could show up right and then i was like pretty non-committal to it because I was like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to have to show up to practices and stuff. I wasn't in a band at the time. Yeah. And then uh, just eventually, I got into the band, and uh, it was mostly Temo bringing ideas to the table. But just by nature of who I am, I right. kind of, I kind of take, take it and act like it's mine. You know, I think. Yeah. I think that's the best way to do it. Anyway, that's how. Yeah. That's how I want people to approach my songs. Pretend like they're, they're theirs. Yeah. And how often were you guys practicing that? Like, is it like pretty, pretty rigorous, I guess? Mm, At the beginning, probably once or twice a week. And then before a show, add in a third one that week or something, you know? Okay. Something like that. And at that time, um, were you guys, you guys were touring for a while, right? No, we never toured. We just played a lot we of shows. Were just playing shows here? Yeah, we were just okay. playing shows around town, like uh, from L.A., Orange County, Long Beach, etc. Okay, 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 cool. Um, and now, just going back to, like, I guess your influences, as far as music, what were, would you say were your, like, early inspiration? Like, who were the ones that you, what bands were you listening to that um, inspired you or influenced your sound? Uh, the first one, the biggest one at the beginning was Zeppelin, like a lot of people. Yeah. (laughs) Just loved it. Yeah. And, uh, that was the band that like made me excited to be the bass player, you know? Right. Right. I was like, hell yeah, you can get down and, uh, just trying to emulate John Paul Jones. 
and then it was Sabbath in the beginning, like I said, at the drive-in, the Mars Volta. Right, yeah, the... Mars Volta was for sure one that I feel my brother and all of his friends definitely shared. Um, Just blew our minds and still blows our minds, you know, it's, it's yeah. the best. Weren't they going to be at Coachella this this year? Was it this year or was that last year? Volta? Yeah. No, they haven't reunited yet. I could have sworn they were they had reunited and they were going to do a show, but I guess I'm mistaken. Okay. At the drive-in did. At the drive-in. I I think I was there with you guys for that. Yeah. Um, not with you guys at the like show, but like I remember you guys all gathered together for that. Um you went to a different tent or something? I did. I was at the Sahara. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember who you saw? No, I don't know. I just remember that I didn't go with you guys. Like, I went to go see another show or, like, another set, but I'm not sure where. Oh. Um, I actually wouldn't be surprised if I was in the Sahara tent. <laughs> <laughs> you just booked it, you booked it after Justice. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um. What bands are you currently listening to uh, right now that uh, maybe are inspiring you or you just like to share with us that we should probably listen to? Um, right now, the new Fiona Apple album. Mm-hmm. Have you yeah, heard you know, I have not. I was a huge Fiona Apple fan. Um, when was Fiona was heyday. back in like ninth grade? I was ninth grade. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, like huge Fiona Apple. But now, in like like now that I listen to it, um, I think that when I was at that age, I still didn't really completely comprehend her lyrics. Yeah. Um, they're they're very um, melancholy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and very like a, a little bit like sad, I think. And I think mm-hmm. that as an adult, I was able to kind of really dissect her lyrics and kind of understand them and kind of like see what maybe she was feeling at the time. So yeah. again, it, it's easier for me to, to appreciate now as yeah. an older person. Back then it was just kind of like, oh, that's what we're listening to, you know? And it but wasn't like, yeah. even in ninth grade, I think you understood, even if you didn't know what the lyrics meant, you kind of felt how sad it was, right? Yeah, but you, yeah, you kind of got sure. it anyway. Yeah, I mean, I got it. I just feel like I wasn't, like, my brain wasn't there yet, you know? Yeah, 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 um, exactly. Yeah, but, um, so no, I haven't listened to that yet, so I'll have to listen to that. Um, anyone else that you are currently vibing on? Uh, I've been super into, let's see, oh, uh, Hamilton Lighthouser. That's a good album. Okay. That he used I'll have to, to listen to that. He used to sing in the Walkman. Hmm. Okay. I think I know that band. Yeah. Um, really, okay. Really cool, like a uh, New York indie band. Nice. Okay. I'll t- def- I have to check it out. Um. Cool. And uh, I guess now we can get to the gritty stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in your experience, um, what are the challenges that you have faced as a musician um in a band or in a solo project or doing a solo project the difficulties yeah just the challenges that you feel that have you know kind of put a damp damper on things like um maybe not let you get to where you want because there's these things that are obstacles i guess the hardest thing i guess is to just keep doing it 
You know what I mean? It, yeah. At least like for stay me. motivated. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a a bit moody with music. Uh-huh. So even if I have, you know, there's times that I want to do it, and yeah. I'm and I'm, you know, doing something else. Right. And then there's times where I have free time and I don't want to do it, and it's very frustrating sometimes. Right. Moody in the sense that like. I have to be in the. I have to want to do it. Right. Okay. I can. I can go and and go to the studio, and turn everything on and be ready to go and uh, just sit there and listen to stuff back and not add anything to it. Right. Because you're not wanting like the passion or the motivation's not there, mm-hmm. and so it's almost like would you say like a little bit useless because it's like you're not there a hundred percent. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's. For me, that's probably the biggest thing is when, when you, when I feel like that, I just don't feel like doing it, mm-hmm. which is a weird thing to say about the thing that you want to do the most. Right. Yeah. But I mean, everyone needs a little break. Yeah, um, for sure. You know what? Even if it's something that you are very passionate about. Mm-hmm. And would you say that kind of you know is the same thing that y- a challenge that you face even doing a solo project? Um, since then it's kind of all on you. Yeah. Yeah. That, that part is hard too, which is like the um, discipline. Yeah, exactly. When, when you're doing a solo project, it's hard because, uh, you have to trust that everyone's going to come in and already know the parts or Mm -hmm. you have to understand that when they come in, I have to know everybody's part so I can show it to them just in case they don't know it. Right. And get the ball rolling which is a lot to do. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but uh, you know, and then you got to book shows. There you go. Actually, let me change my shows. answer. Booking yeah. shows is an ass ache. Yeah. What, how does that, I mean, how does that happen? Like, do you guys have to kind of um, uh, like go into venues and kind of uh, market yourselves or how does that process work? if you don't mind explaining. No, I mean, at this point, we've played at a lot of places over the years. Mm-hmm. So we have emails for people who work there. Got it. Um, and usually you just hit them up and say, hey, what do you got open? And um, they'll either reply or not. Right. You know, that's that's usually how that goes. And is it something that you, like, let's say right now, you're going to try to, like, market your EP. Is that something that, like, you send them a file of your work so they can kind of see if it's going to go with it? Or is it just like an email? It depends on if I already know them. Mm-hmm. If it's someone I don't know, I'll send a link along with it, you know, so that they can, they can check it out. Right. Okay. And um, when, you know, this whole craziness thing ha- like stops, mm-hmm. is that something that you are going to, I guess, is that like your next goal? Um, after this is to kind of, you know, play at venues and try to market this new EP that you worked on? Yeah, this whole thing was, you know, obviously unforeseen. Yeah, for sure. And, and uh, I had I had some some big ideas of like putting out a bunch of music and playing a lot of shows this year. Mm-hmm. So I could still do half of that. But right. for sure, at first you know, on my 
per, my personal thoughts about the whole pandemic, not like on a global scale, right. was, all right, well, should I still put out music during this time or should I wait till I can support it with shows, you know? Right. Um, and then I thought, no, this is a perfect time to put stuff out because people have time to listen to stuff. Yes, yes, so, I agree. So I'll probably be putting out more stuff during this time mm-hmm. just because I have a lot of music. Right. And um, yeah, I'm excited for when, when shows are back because by then I'll have tons of new material out that I could right. that I could choose from along yeah. with my older stuff. And uh, I can hopefully put together even like, you know, a, a cool show, a good set list, you know. Right. Yeah, totally. Um, and when you when that does happen, is that something that well, you're going to still kind of ask, um, you know, your friends, Temo and everyone to kind of join in? Or is that something that you're going to do alone? No, no, no. I need I, I need those guys for sure. Your band. I need them. <laughs> Yeah. You, nobody wants to hear just me and a guitar. That's a little boring. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, so besides um, all the babes going to these shows, of <laughs> yours, um, what has been the most rewarding for you in this profession, I guess? Um, it's, there's so many things about it. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I heard your, your last episode with Moon Boots and on your little intro, you said it's about the process, not the result, result. or something like that. Yeah. yeah I was like, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, there you go. That's, I, that kind of stuck in my brain because that's the, the best thing about music is it's an ongoing process and I enjoy that process. So yeah. You know, writing stuff is fun. Recording stuff is fun. It all has parts that are not fun. Right. But, uh, playing shows is the best. You know, right now, if you ask me, I would say that's my favorite part, but that's because I miss it. Yeah. I, and I miss being there. I miss that whole just, I don't know, listening to live music. And mm-hmm. I'm very lucky that I got to go to a show actually march 18th which was right literally right right before yeah um the quarantine and um but you know i still missed it which is you know kind of i can go back to where you said like is this the right time for me to release music Mm -hmm. and i feel like this is the best time for you to do this because Mm. not only um you know is it good for you um but i feel that it also you you're also helping people like myself, you know, kind of still keeping that music alive. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, all these live sets that I've been seeing have really given me that, like just staying a little bit closer to music and not, um, I don't know, just not distancing myself too much from it because I feel like right now, I mean, we can't even see each other. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's kind of really hard to cope. And so I find all the live music and all, all the live sets that everyone's doing, I'm like all for it. Um, yeah, so definitely yeah. don't, don't, um, don't stop. <laughs> Keep releasing as much music as possible. Um, uh, so one thing that for sure I definitely want to talk about is like doing cover songs. So I've, um, the few shows that I've been to, you've done a few cover songs. You're always so excellent at them. Um, <laughs> Thanks, so good. Um, my, the last time, uh, that I had, it was like new year's mm. and you guys did all cover songs. Yeah. 
I seriously like have videos of that on my phone and I will go around t- like showing my friends like look how close <laughs> like this sounds like the rapture guys like listen to this like how it like you guys are so talented and like that energy that you guys bring um is that something that you're going to still kind of you know like still do is like cover songs when you do play shows um once this is all lifted I think I always like to throw them in every once in a while Okay. Um, okay. Whether it's going to be like a staple where I always do a cover, I don't know about that. But right. they're they're definitely a lot of fun. Right. Because it's kind of like, you know, how you started um, playing. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's how you learned is by like imitation almost. And then, yeah. like I said, you like create your own um, sound. Um, that that New Year's that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Was, I mean, we, we learned so many songs that uh, we had to be. Uh, someone had to call vocals and song, you know? So mm-hmm. we had like a, a text chain. So we'd be like, all right, I want to do this song. What do you guys think? And then everyone says yes or no. And then, uh, so I'm like, I'll say, all right, I'll do vocals and rhythm guitar. And then everyone will reply. Okay. I got this. I got this. And then, and then we did get together and then you practice it to get it right. You know, to make sure right. you, because some of these songs, you think you know them? And then yeah. you try to do it without the record and you're like, how does it go? When does it change? Yeah. Yeah. So it is. So it is a task then. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. The, all those people that we're covering, they're better than us. So it's hard. <laughs> it's hard for us to play like that. Oh, no, you guys do excellent. I mean, I don't know. I, I think you guys. Uh, and like I said, you always do a good job whenever when you've done your solo, um, like, the last time I saw you play was at the Gypsy Den and you did mm. a couple um, covers and that was amazing. So cool. I think so, I lost, I think I had lost my voice that day too. Really? Yeah. It was terrible. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't hear it. Um, you were good. You were good. Don't worry. Thank you. Um, so what is the next goal in your musical journey? Um, what is that next thing you're aiming towards? My goals with music are always uh, creative. Okay. And then everything else, uh, like promoting it or trying to get bigger shows, I definitely want to do that stuff. Right. But I think it, for me, it's going to come from hopefully better music. Yeah. So for me right now, the, the immediate goals are I have a couple batches of songs that, that uh, I just want to finish up. Right. And then once that stuff's out, I have a clean slate with very little material already written. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's when it's fun to, to make new stuff and try to make something that's completely different, hopefully. Yeah. You know, cool. but not completely different, but take a completely different approach. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Um, actually, I have one more question. Yeah. Um, besides the bass... What else do you play? Do you play any other instruments? I just mess around on everything. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not particularly good at anything. Uh, I could play bass probably best from everything. But right. yeah, I, I'm, I play um, just the normal rock band instruments, you know, guitar, right. bass, drums, keys. Right. But you would feel like you feel like the bass is probably the one that you kind I'm, of I'm most comfortable at. there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool beans. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I had such a great time learning more about your craft. Yeah, thanks for having me on here. 
Yeah, of course. Um, why don't you again repeat when you're going to release um, some new music so that people can look forward to it? Um, if I do release this after, um, I'll try to do it before actually, so that you know we can get some promotion out there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Emmanuel Pedrosa here. Um, Never change is out now. Check it out. And uh, my EP is coming out on the 22nd of May. Okay, perfect. Well, we'll awesome. look forward to that. I can't wait to see you guys all so that we can Show go out party. and play. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, thanks again. Have a great day. Thanks. And I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye.